Welcome to Whatever Comes Next, the number one podcast for creatives, according to our mums. I'm Elise. And I'm Daddy. And on this week's episode, Shopify has launched a new platform connecting businesses with creators. Tabasco has launched a hot new brand. We're asking when does user slash customer experience not matter anymore? And we're also deep diving on the new Girl Scouts brand system. But before we get into that, how you going, Dee? I'm good. I'm officially a 30-year-old. I've made it, guys. The big 3-0. <laughs> it's a great time. I had a party. Yeah, it was good fun. It was a good time. Um, other than that, I watched Never Have I Ever. Yes. I also... What did you think? It was great. It was. Just round of applause to the fellas in the in the group. <laughs> <laughs> Some good-looking talent on there. Yeah. I do appreciate that. I also um, appreciate it. I watched another one. Another one. It was terrible. I, I can't even watch. remember the show, but it was an Aussie actor in there. He's also a good-looking fella. What did you watch? Oh, I should have really looked into this before I started talking me, about give it. Give me the, the plot. <laughs> um, so she was working for a wine distributing company. She left that. Oh. And then she went to start her own. And then so she just randomly. It was a movie? Yes. Yep, I watched this too. Um, and it's got that. It's got the guy that was also in that one about in falling in love or fall, yes, like, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yep. What's yep. yep? I know what you're talking about. Um, yep. Who was in it? No, I'm forgetting. The other, who was the lady in it? Oh, I I couldn't even tell you because yeah, I, I, I don't think she's like very well known okay. yet. Yep. Okay. But it was average. Yeah, look, I I, rem- I remember watching it and eating that shit up, but it was terrible. <laughs> like I love a rom com and I'll watch yeah, anything, same. but. It was a little bit bingy. I mean, not cringy. I meant cringy. Yeah, but binge worthy. Um, and I finally finished Beth Leary's new book. Oh yeah, the No Show. What'd you think? Don't recommend. Oh bummer. It was a bit of a flip flopper. Yeah. Okay. And like, like, like it was good, and then it was bad, or no? Like it just flip flopped between oh, characters oh. way too much, and I didn't care enough. Like it mm. didn't really suck me into each character to know what was happening. And then you get to the end of the book and you realise, like, what's happening. And it was just – I skipped so many pages, oh, so that's many really chapters. Annoying. Yeah. How long, s- how long was the book? Not long. Okay, that's But it took right me, then. like, two weeks. Yeah, okay. I just couldn't get into it. So yeah. it was a bit of a bummer because her other book – Yeah, you're a the fan, share, right? The Share – Flat Share? Something like that. <laughs> Great book. Yeah. So I was a little bit bummed. But yeah, okay. Other than that, nothing real new for me. What about you, eh? Um, I also watched Never Have I Ever. And what did you think? Loved it. I literally, I watched it in a day. <laughs> like one night or like morning just, to night? Just a Sunday. Like, okay. I had it on while I was doing my chores. Yeah. It was great. It was a good time. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I didn't, in, I didn't like the ending. It was pretty mm. bad. Like, I feel like it, it just like, there's, there's a, clear I don't want to spoil it for people there's like a clear outcome if you start watching it at the start there's a clear outcome that you want yes and I, I feel like I was let down a hundred percent um but there, that, was, there, was, there, was, there was opportunity there, there. Was so much opportunity thank you but also like there was a detour this season that I was here for I was totally here for that detour I was like okay forget about my what I wanted before <laughs> and then even that didn't happen how oh, I yeah. wanted it to so it was a little roller coaster. But, like, I guess if it finished how we wanted it to finish, we'd be – I mean, I'd be excited because that's how I wanted it to No, that's finish. true. But it's predictable you, then. Yeah, and if you want, like, another season, it kind of has to not end how you expect. Because I didn't expect the ending. No, either did I. Yeah. I wasn't for it either. No, pretty pretty not for it. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, that was good. I also I have I, I read a book on the weekend. I've been what did you in, read? I've been in such a slump. I haven't read a book since the I think the last one I read was that fantasy one that <laughs> I hated. Yeah. That I didn't even finish. Mm-hmm. I oh actually, did I tell you did I tell you that I stopped? I don't know if I even told you that I stopped. So like oh maybe I did. I don't remember. But like it the way it ended, so okay, this author, she has <laughs> This is going to be spoilers, so if you... Is this the new book? No. <laughs> no I'll get there. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. We're going back to the, the old book first. The author that I like, um, she's called Sarah J. Maas. Mm-hmm. Turns out that I actually don't know if I really like her. <laughs> I just like select bits of her work. Okay. And like there's a series of hers that I do like. And this new series that I have strongly disliked, spoiler, at the end of, <laughs> at the end of it, it literally like... That it connects to the to the book, the series I like. Oh. They brought in those characters, and I'm like, fuck! Now I've got to read it. <laughs> but I don't think I will because it's, it's unbearable. Anyway, that's not the point. Um, so <laughs> since then, I have had I've been in like a reading, I've had reading block, mm-hmm. and so I picked up a book. Um, it's called Kim Ji Young, born 1982, mm-hmm. and it's not very long at all. It's like not even 200 pages. Oh, and so I was like, if I'm going to get sweet. back into this. Mm-hmm. I'll do it with a short book. I really enjoyed it. Like, we didn't give it five stars, but, like, really enjoyed it. What's it about? It's – so it's about a woman who she's – it's, like, pretty – it's, like, a mundane storyline. Like, it's it's just, like, someone's life, which I'm not always into. Mm-hmm. But it um, – basically, like, at the start of the book, she – this woman starts to, like, have a bit of a psychotic break. Like, she starts – acting like she's like her mum and then like acts like she's her friend, like like her dead friend. Like she oh, okay. She's like her personality is like splintering a bit. Yep. And then she goes to a psychiatrist. Her husband takes her to a psychiatrist. And then basically the book goes through all of her life, pretty much like chronological order, all these different moments in her life. And it's just a laundry list of like all of the really deep rooted sexism that she's gone through. Mm-hmm which kind of an inevitably makes her go a little bit crazy. Yep. It's really good. And, like, it's it's fully fictional, but it's filled with, like, this, like, statistics throughout it where it's got, like, down the bottom it's got, like, a reference and it's, like, actual oh, right. real reports. That, so it's based in South Korea. And so it's, like, all of these, like, statistics about South Korean housewives and things. And, man, like, it's really grim and mm. sad that it's like mostly true oh yeah I could imagine so it yeah it was a bit of it like hard to read but also really easy to read like I, I read it in an afternoon like it was just Ooh, yeah that sounds delightful so like I yeah I normally don't like books that are just like about someone's mundane life I um, not that's not why I'm reading mm-hmm. <laughs> but with this one I really enjoyed it was really good i might add that to the to be read list yeah so i mean don't expect some wild adventure but like (laughs) it's worth a read i'm adding it no matter what (laughs) it's also got a nice cover oh well see i just buy on my kindle now oh okay look i need to do that my bookshelf is full it's just so (laughs) convenient and then like if i see a book i like or if someone recommends a book Quickly go download it. Yeah. So then I can read it later. Look, I like that. I like your thinking. I need to start doing that. Yeah, there's a there's a lot in mine that I haven't read yet. Yeah. So I'll have to get through all of them. But I also want to try audiobooks, but like yeah, they're really expensive. And like, like really exp- like more expensive than a paperback. I feel like I'd be more inclined to open a book more before bed than just put in my AirPods and listen to a book. 
Yeah, that's fair. I feel like if I was listening to something, I'd probably doze off and look, and I, then I wouldn't know where I'm up to. I would also lose focus because I did that when I'm watching television. You'll start scrolling. I'll do something else, and then yeah. I have to be like, oh, I need to go back because I didn't actually. Listen yeah, to like that. It, I feel like like I put music on to feel to feel the sound while mm-hmm. I'm doing something else. Like it's never yeah. just to concentrate on one that's thing. That's true. Yeah, and I I do struggle sometimes if I'm if I listen to podcasts, it has to be like while I'm driving or while yeah, I'm getting well, ready. I can't be doing it while I'm working because yeah. otherwise I'm just not listening. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that'd be the only other place you could listen to it when you're driving. Mm. And like to be fair, we drive like 20 minutes max most times. Speak for yourself. <laughs> Half an hour? 40 minutes oh, okay. minimum. 45. Really? Yeah. Yeah, right. Well, <laughs> I drive for like 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, it's not really a whole episode or like a whole book yeah, or anything. No, I feel like you, you'd probably just get, get into like a, like a juicy part. Yeah. And you'd be like, yeah. damn it. Yeah. I have to sit in your car for a little bit longer. I also like, I I listened to a snippet of a a book that I was like d- debating if I wanted to get the audio book and I, I, it had like a preview. I listened to it and the they pronounced a character's name differently to how I had been reading it. Yeah. Like it was a fantasy novel, so it was a made up name. <laughs> it looked like it was said a certain way. And then they said it and I was like, I can't, I can't do that. I cannot, like I will not be able to listen to this book. I won't be able to take it seriously if that's how they're going to say the person's name. So I just didn't. So I'll just read it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that's fair, yeah. but hilarious. <laughs> um, so we're going to kick off our water cooler chat. Water cooler chat. So this water cooler chat segment is a little bit longer than our casual one, but I feel like these are very interesting topics and I don't mm-hmm. think we could have really skimped on Mm-mm. what we're trying to get out. I was going to say off, but mm, nah. not doing that. <laughs> okay. So um, influencers or creators mm-hmm. that turn entrepreneurs are really no stranger to our podcast. We chat mm-hmm. about them We're all the time. Them. Skincare. Yeah. Skincare is the main one. So <laughs> skincare. Skincare. Everyone's skincare range. Yeah, except for, except for um, what's his name with the weed? Oh, Seth Rogen. Yeah, set for yeah. him. That fella's, that fella's doing things. I would love it if you came out with a skincare brand. <laughs> imagine. I think that shit would, up. I could just imagine him posing too. It would be great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it would be phenomenal. Yeah. That would really target, like, uh, a male who's not used to doing yeah. skincare. That would be great. Seth Rogen, yeah, your if idea. you want to take that idea, we'll just take a 10% cut. The, yeah. the rest is yours otherwise. But royalties included. Yeah, um, Danny's the negotiator here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so the whole idea is that the phenomenon of people with large internet followings are launching their own e-commerce business, uh, businesses. Um, so we've really seen the rise of the creator economy. Mm-hmm. Gerald has just come in to say hello. Oh, Gerald, welcome back to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, so I would love if someone's just tuning in for the first time and they're like waiting for a male voice to chime in. <laughs> sorry (laughs) so a well-known website platform which is shopify has launched its very own directory to connect shopify merchants and website holders with content creators and influencers i love this Mm, super interesting very smart so shopify launched its shopify collabs um, which is targeting the next generation of entrepreneurs and they are betting on creators to fuel the platform's next phase of their growth so they really they're really mapping out like the whole platforms because there's <laughs> Gerald. <laughs> I feel like, like there's a point in which Shopify. I mean, I don't think it would ever bum out, 
but there's like potential there for them to really grow and they're really jumping on board of this. Um, so this is Shopify's idea to push more influencers to the ever-growing platform and assist merchants with sales in a slowing economy. So they have said that... Gerard has joined me. Carry on. <laughs> they said that collabs with creators will be able to more easily take their first step into the world of commerce and better manage their financial pressures. I feel like it's great for... Um, influencers but i also feel like this is a great move for shopify they're making sure that their business model is growing as well yeah i'm here for it absolutely um so merchants are able to use collabs as a new sales channel to locate like new creators to work with which is (laughs) (laughs) gerald's butthole's nearly in your face (laughs) he's really just (laughs) oh mate being quite rude (laughs) sorry carry on um so (laughs) Let's start that again. <laughs> Merchants are able to use Collabs as a new sales channel to locate new creators to work with, while creators can use it to search for different Shopify vendors who complement their brand and character. So they will, like Collabs will facilitate and provide the tools to enable the sellers and influencers to connect and collab and reach a new potential audience across social platforms. This is genius. It is. It's very smart. You don't need to scour like Instagram or like media managers, yeah, you know, talent managers to find talent to promote their brand. They can actually take it on their own hands and do it. So Shopify is taking a multi-pronged approach uh, to this whole collab setup um, and they're building out a variety of tools to help influencers depending on like what stage of their business journey they are. They could be just starting out there starting to really approach different brands to see if they can work together or they might be up the other end where they are ready to launch their own products. Mm-hmm. Um, so in April 2022, Shopify acquired Dovetel. Very similar to Novatel. That's how I nailed that. Oh, Dovetel. I was reading it as Dovetel. But Dovetel, that makes sense. It's like Novatel. Oh, now you screwed me. Let's just just go with whatever comes out naturally. Okay. <laughs> it's going to be Dovetel. Okay. It's a software startup platform that helps brands manage their influencer marketing campaigns. As part of the acquisition and integration, Shopify will make Dovetel free for all its merchants. So Dovetel is really directed at helping um, influencers who aren't ready yet to launch their own brands but want to promote products from other companies. Mm-hmm. We love this. I, I just think this is such a great direction. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of like, it's like influencers version of like Fiverr or something like you're like out yeah. like outsourcing yourself. Yeah, absolutely it is. Yeah. That's, a, that's a great way to put it, eh? Thank you. <laughs> um, in March 2022, Shopify also launched the LinkedIn Bio2 tool called LinkPop, which allows entrepreneurs to promote multiple lines of their own businesses. So this LinkedIn Bio tool allows influencers to set up a social shop and start earning money by sharing and promoting their partners' products. So the two like combined I've just built this massive tool really I guess Mm. for them to really promote themselves and promote other businesses yep for sure um I feel like the um Lincoln bio thing I'm not 100% sure how it works but I imagine it's like a like a link tree kind of thing yeah but like the way that they promote partner products I assume it's like a affiliate link like they get money on the sales which is kind of like having I don't know, I feel like people always promote, maybe it's just because I have TikTok, but on TikTok people are always promoting their Amazon storefront so they get like an, a yeah, commission. Yeah, right, and does it, uh, Jasmine Doling does, Dowling does the yeah. same kind of thing, I think. Right, yeah, affiliate links on stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure she does. 
Um, so then the other scale and the other end of the prong is for the largest celebrities and entrepreneurs. So Shopify have also launched that they would and said they'll have like a 10 person program team, which will manage and fund the entire creation of um, an influencer's or entrepreneur's business from designing the website to helping them find a manufacturer to locating the best influencers available to push their products. And an example that they have really used is Kylie Cosmetics. They first initially hosted uh, Kylie Cosmetics, Cosmetics on Shopify, but also you can also um, like I could build a Webflow website mm-hmm. and then have my um, products all in Shopify and use like a light, it's called like Shopify Light or something, and it's like ten dollars a month. You can house all your products and mm-hmm. all your shipping and everything comes through Shopify, right? Because Shopify is so seamless when it comes to like they've really nailed their mm. e-com and the delivery and shipping and all that handling stuff. So like they've also integrated in that way with a lot of other web program mm-hmm. platforms. It's very great. It is the, the the large influencer program. That's bananas. Mm-hmm. They're taking everything out of your hands. Like you don't have to lift a finger. They're even saying like to find manufacturers manufacturers yeah. for that. Like the amount of work that they're doing is bananas. I wonder, like they must take such a huge cut. Oh, you would such, like I reckon it wouldn't even, it, was, it wouldn't even be like a, they're taking a cut. It would be like, here, you get 10% and that's it. Do you reckon? Yeah, 100%. Because they're doing all of all the of work. It. Yeah. I reckon. It's massive. But it's huge. Like if you're, if you're only doing, like I feel like a lot of influencers, they're only going to be in that for the money. Mm. Like there are definitely the people out there who are making their passion project and they're fully into it. You can see how much they care about it. But there are other ones that would just be like, how do I monetize this? How do I make my career a little bit more stable? Yeah. And for them, absolutely this works. I'd be all for it. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't. I, but especially like if they're doing all the shipping, I'd be like, no, no, thank oh, no, you. Like, yeah, that's true. Cause I it, wanna, it'd probably be, um, what do they call it when like drop shipping, right? Yeah. So you wouldn't actually see the product. Yeah. And like, it depends how, like how customized you can make things, but like, I suppose, no, they probably, with this example, you probably do like, it's not the same as like those, yeah, the the companies that like they'll print and ship your stuff for you, like mm. not so much that it's probably because Kylie Cosmetics, if they're using that framework, yeah, their packaging is lovely. Yeah, that's it. So, so there must come a point where you actually get that kind of yeah. input there. Well, I mean, because that's the thing. Like if you're it, Kylie Kardashian, you got any input? You yeah, look. and like a if, Jenna, she's a Jenna. She's yeah, good. if huh? I um were an influencer. <laughs> Selling, I don't know, what would I sell? Nail polish, we've talked about this. If I was selling my nail polish, I would want like really beautiful packaging. I would want like, like, cause I don't know, things like beats and stuff like that. Like that unboxing experience is just next level. Mm -hmm. I probably wouldn't need to be as intense as beats, but like I would want my product to be like packaged so prettily. 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 All right, daddy. (laughs) With the words. (laughs) Uh, moving on to our next story. Let's do it. So Tabasco is bringing the heat. I, lo- <laughs> I love that you also put this in the opening. <laughs> Absolutely. It was great. I, I'm going to try and drop some more fire puns in here. All right, um, please do. So Tabasco is bringing the heat. They're launching a new brand. They've refreshed their brand. They've got a whole new visual identity system. So people are probably expecting like 
it's Tabasco, it's hot sauce, so they're going to expect the branding to have like flames and things like that. But the way that they've done, done this is they don't want to be that like on the nose Cliché, about it. Yeah. yeah. So they're showing the heat through like really bold colours and patterns and bold imagery. So the new system has been designed to be really versatile and serve as like a template that can be easily seasoned to reflect <laughs> the needs and tastes of local markets, flavours, as well as activations, which I love. I love when brands, I mean, I'm sure, I feel like massive brands do this where they like customise their identity a little bit for each market. Yeah. I love it. I'm it, so into it. hundred percent. I agree. Like I, uh, uh, Don, when they rebranded, they had different, like when they launched in different countries, I think they had like a photographer from each of those countries do the photography for that country. Like that's just such a nice little touch. It absolutely is. It's delightful. If you've got the budget for it, absolutely. Yeah, you've got to be a big company to do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the new brand was created by Mrs. and Mr. Um, so in terms of the logo, it's kind of like a diamond shape and it's got like these it's got like it's like a badge it's like a badge yeah, that's what I'm badge. trying to say yep. um and so that's been redrawn and illustrated um backgrounds that are kind of paired with it give off a really authentic handmade quality to the source so the reef the logo had a bit of a refresh that diamond but doesn't really look like it's changed at all the mm-hmm. only thing that's changed is the at the bottom of the badge, it used to say pepper sauce. Yeah. And now it says light things up. I actually really like that addition. I like it too. Like I feel like maybe when Tabasco launched, they had to tell people that they're a pepper sauce. But now everyone knows that it's just hot sauce. Yeah. So you don't need that anymore. They're and lighting I, up your palate. I they're like They're lighting it. up your booty hole. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> they're lighting everything up. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, moving on. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> So the new color palette is lovely. So it's got, it's very like tonal. So you've got like lots of reds and orange, like red to orange and then orange to yellow. It's lovely. It's warm. It's hot. It's spicy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) God. (laughs) Um, So you and I are both very into this rebrand. We are. Um, The thing that I liked is that if you look like they've got these mock-ups where it's just like, a bajillion, not a bajillion, 30 posters or something. Mm-hmm. And each background is really different. And it's like some of them are like kind of collagey and like patterns and like different textures. And they all look really different, but somehow they all look like this brand. Mm-hmm. Like it's really consistent without being consistent. And I feel like a lot of the times when brands try and do that, they don't quite nail it. Yep. Whereas with these guys, I'm like, yes, nailed it. 10 out mm-hmm. of 10. Good job. Um, I'm also really into the font. I feel like it's a very sexy font. It is a sexy not, font. Not in the logo, in just like the collateral. Yep. There's like yep. this really fat <laughs> sans serif font. It's kind of like, uh, not like it's not like a really consistent uh, line weight. Like it kind of, some some strokes are a little bit fatter. Yep. Um, I'm really into it. I've actually seen that font. Have you? Yeah, it does look familiar. Don't know what it is, but it's lovely. Mm, it's um, great. But the thing that I noticed with this rebrand, right, I feel like with con- consumables, that's not the word I'm going for. But yeah, they are consumables. Yeah, things you consume. <laughs> perishables? I don't know what word I'm going they for. They are perishables. Things you buy on the shop shelf. Often the design is a bit ugly. Mm-hmm. Often they're just going for 
let's get in people's faces. Let's just like be the most stand out without being pretty. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is not going for that. Like I think that they're maybe it's because they're so big. They're such a big company. Mm-hmm. They're so popular that like they don't need to. But I feel like when I was looking at the, all the different bits of collateral, I was like, this looks like a really lovely restaurant brand. Yeah, yeah. And so I was like, I feel like there, and you know, there were some parts of the collateral where it's like different recipes and stuff. And I was kind of thinking to myself, maybe they're rather than just trying to like appeal to people right on the shelf and be like in your face, pick up a bottle of Tabasco. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're more trying to sell the dream. They're like making you imagine rather than just the product. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like what you're going to do with the product. So kind of making you think of the recipes that you're going like, to make, yeah, like bringing it into your home mm-hmm. rather than just on the shelf, yep. which I'm a big fan of. Yeah, I really like it. I'm just looking at all their stuff now. <clears throat> it's it is lovely. So, it is great. Also, I find it like, like I know it's so well known now that it wouldn't really matter, but like the bottle size on mm. the shelf also would have made a big difference. Like, because mm. they're little, com- I mean, when you look at the sources, a lot of them are just massive yeah, bottles. Like, well, not true. massive, like, they're a normal sized bottle, but Tabasco being a smaller bottle, yeah, like that could automatically draw attention or it could deter attention. It's it true, depends. But like the new brand system that they are going for, I feel like is really going to bring the spice, bring the spice to the shelf, bring the heat. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I agree. I'm really into it. Yeah, I really same. like it. Good job, Miss, Mrs. and Mister. Yep, excellent job. Moving on to the next one, I want to throw this out there because I think it's ridiculous. <laughs> when does user experience or shoppy, shopper or customer experience really go out the window? That's a question for you all. Mm-hmm. I want to know what you guys think. But So The Cut recently published an article about Yee's latest gap engineered by Balenciaga collection. Are you just saying Yee because that's what he wants to be called? Yep, that's him. <laughs> Yeezy. Kanye West for the people that don't know. <laughs> Look, I'm just going to ever no. I'm uh, just, look, okay, I'm just going to say Kanye West for my dad who's listening. <laughs> he wouldn't know what who he is. Look, either either and my dad. <laughs> I, I probably wouldn't have known if I didn't see a picture with it. Yeah, that's fair. Anyway, um, engineer by so the collection and how it's presented for consumers to actually purchase. So if you haven't seen it, instead of clo- like clothes hanging on top of hangers. Clothes were placed into 40 oversized black fracture bags, which so the fracture bags are like the big IKEA blue tarpy kind of yeah, bags. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they were planted on the floor and separated by colour, size and style. Mm-hmm. So, and sale assistants wouldn't help you find your sizing. Um, so consumers really had to go in and dig through the bags to find what they were looking for. Mm-hmm. What I want to know is... Why would people dig through bags <laughs> to find clothing? Is it for the brand or is it just because it's quality clothing? Like it's it's really baffling to me. Yeah. And the other um, like activation thing that I saw for this um, Yeezy, not Yeezy, that's his other brand, Yee, <laughs> <laughs> slash, slash Gap uh, collection was that um, they had like, it was like a parking lot and it just, that was very American, it was a car park um, and it was just like filled with, skip bins full of these clothes and you had to just get in there <laughs> and search for it yeah it's you're right it is like that's like, a great question but his fans would like yes yeah, that's what I like <clears throat> like 
when you think about it, when you're paying for an item, you're also paying for that in-store experience. Absolutely, you are. So you go to a dollar store or a thrift shop and like it's kind of organised but to an extent it's also chaotic and yeah. you need to actually sift through aisles Absolutely, and shelves to find what you're looking for. Yeah. That is what I think of when I look at this. Yeah. But then if you go like to a mid-range pricing shop, you'll find the store a little bit more organised. You can find what you're looking for. There's a front to back. You can actually mm. see where you're going and a sales and, assistant and, yeah. is ready there to help you. Exactly. As annoying as some, like sometimes it is, they're there and they're willing yeah. to help you. And then you go to a luxury shop and you're offered that one-on-one service and sometimes mm. you're offered refreshments for yeah. that overall experience. Like Yee's brand is sitting in that mid to like luxury kind of yeah. like yeah pricing. It's roughly starting around, like it's not the most expensive, like it's starting from 300 AU. Well, it's, it's, it's AU. a gap collaboration. So yeah. there's it's like a, a same as like H&M doing all of their collaborations with luxury brands. It's like, top tier of the yeah. of the mid range, mid range or like bottom tier of the luxury range. Yeah. I just I just do not, don't understand it. No, you're absolutely right. I, I was like, wearing a skirt <laughs> and I had to jump in a bag <laughs> to yeah. to find my garment. Nobody like, wants to see that. When I like if I go to like a shop's thinking like TK Maxx, right? Yeah. It's like it's all everything is discounted. Uh, like you got to be in the mood. Mm-hmm. If you're not in the mood, it's just like I just cannot be asked sifting through all of these racks, all of these shelves of disorganized stuff. Mm-hmm. But that's like that's a discount store, so I expect it. Yeah. I'm not going to go to this like upper or like lower luxury store and be like yeah, I want to sift Dr. through that. I I, I want to like look at because ev- you're gonna have to look at every single item to get to the one that you want no no yes, i'll be hauling all that yeah. out i'll make <laughs> you guys so annoyed oh so would i obviously we're not his target market no but like he he is relying on the fact that his fans will be a incredibly passionate and motivated mm-hmm. to buy this which yeah a lot of them are and b that they're like they're just willing to accept any decision he makes as like creative genius. Yeah, absolutely. So th- I guess that's, that's the answer, right? User experience or customer experience goes out the door when you're like a big gun. Yeah, exactly. doesn't matter. You can do no wrong. Yeah, yeah. That's what, he, he's, that's what he's relying on. And I think he's probably right for the most part because he has some really devoted fans. Oh, absolutely. Just, just baffles me. But also like this... I've heard like the the gap collaboration like has been just like fraught with like delays and like people not knowing if it was going to actually come through. Like I think I think that there's been stages like he's done right multiple releases and there's just been setbacks. Like yes, probably part of that is the pandemic and things like that, but it's been like there's been rumors that he was like they were just going to drop it, that they were yeah, like right. wanting to drop it, but there was like contracts and things. So I think that probably Gap is like a little bit just at Kanye's like whatever he wants to get. Yeah, exactly. Just to get it done. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. And they probably had to hand over entire creative freedom to him in order to get him to actually do Do it. Do the club. Yeah, you're probably right. Well, what did he say? It's a glimpse into his mind. Yeah. What a mind. No, thank you. Dumpster dives everywhere. Yeah, look. (laughs) I won't be purchasing. No, either. 
Jumping through to our main chat this evening, Girl Scouts USA have rebranded and we're on the fence about the identity, but the brand system is... Chef's kiss. We nailed that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So just for reference, the Girl Scouts was established in 1912 um, in the States and it is a youth organisation for girls with the mission to build girls of courage, confidence and character who make the world a better place. So you've seen them on movies. They're selling cookies. They're those girls. <laughs> Have you? I don't know. They must be like a. Oh no, it's Girl Guides. I was like, what's the Australian version? Girl Guides. There okay. Are, there are. Oh, I really need Girl Guides to start door knocking again because they've not. Like I'm just not aware. I look. It's been years since I've had Girl Guides door knock, but they have one of one of their cookie varieties. It's like just like a plain biscuit with like chocolate on the bottom. That shit is like crack. <laughs> Eat that shit up. So good. I could just eat the entire sleeve in one go. You could do that with any cookie. No, these ones especially. Okay. They're so good. They're, they're kind of like chocolate, you know, uh, what are they called? Uh, Digestive. S- no, oh, like similar, but I'm thinking scotch fingers that have chocolate oh, on the bottom. They're like that, but like softer. Oh, a bit so, crumbly, like a shorty, shorty bread. Exactly. So it's like that, except you can eat them so much quicker. <laughs> Bite size. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're so good. So if... <laughs> Girl guys want to start doing that again. That'd be great. <laughs> so uh, Girl Scouts is like a community and a place where gals can grow and for them to really like explore who they are and not be have to apologise for who they are as they discover their strengths and they rise to meet new challenges. What a mission. It's a great mission. Also, I wish like, like I said, like I'm not aware of any girl guides or anything here like just not prominent here as it is. Oh, as it definitely would be in not. Like yeah. The States. No. So Girl Scouts headquarters are in New York and they're made up over up of over 100 councils at the state or regional level and they're made up of thousands of troops at the city level. So no, this is staggering, these mm. numbers. They currently have 1.7 million troops and an alumni, that was a mouthful, <laughs> of over 50 million gals, which who are more than likely more women now. 50 million. That's bananas. That is huge. That's so many people. I wonder how many patches, like, (laughs) I want to see someone's patch get up to see, like, all their accomplishments if they're, like, they're Mm. women now. Imagine. Mm. They probably have a suit covered in patches (laughs) into it. So before the rebrand, each troop and council would design their own communications. So the team – so this is where the team at Girl Scouts have identified the need to really establish – a brand and a brand system that can mm-hmm. be rolled ac- out across collateral and also so these councils and troops can put together their own pieces. Mm-hmm. So let's get into it. Let's the new it. identity was designed by uh, the New York office of Collins. Collins. <laughs> it's a bit sophisticated. Collins. It? Yeah, it does. It sounds like as soon as you hear that, you're like, oh, big guns. Yeah, <laughs> they're the real deal. Yeah. Uh, so Girl Scouts and Collins partnered together and really nutted out the who, why and where to really bring a brand strategy around to really nail this new brand system. Um, Collins have stated that together we work to define a clear brand platform centred on being a champion of girls, ambition and sought to bring that idea to life through every expression of the brand. Starting with their symbol, the Girl Scouts movement has been represented by the trefoil Foil? Trefoil? Yes. Since its inception in 1912. Surely it's not a trefoil. <laughs> trefoil. Trefoil. 
It has seen many iterations, iterations ranging from the American Eagle to the most current before the rebrand, which is of three girls silhouettes, which, which is I really liked. I really liked that too. So I was having a look at it, and like the it they got updated a few years ago, and then so like the previous two brand refreshes had mm-hmm. that. So like okay, the right. last one was just a refresh. The one before that oh, they so, designed it, and so this is the one. The latest one was when they added the banks. Did I yeah. read that? Yeah, okay. I don't like that. I don't like that they gave her a fringe. <laughs> yeah, okay. That was the latest one. Yeah, okay, gotcha. So, like, for people to try and visualise this, that's like the trefoil shape. And then inside of that shape, there's, like, say the shape is, like, green, there's, like, a cutout in white of, like, three ladies' faces. Mm-hmm. And in the last refresh, they just they didn't really change much. They just gave one of the faces a fringe, which is not – I don't like that. It looked better before. <laughs> But I really like. I like. Don't get me wrong. How they've rolled it out in this new thing, we'll get to how good it is. But like, it's just it's really clever. Like it's just I feel like that the style. It's like a really graphic. It's like very simple, minimal. But there's like the face cut out, which makes it just like so lovely and I feel like elegant. Elegant and like it reminds me of like that's the sort of graphic design that's been around for like. Well, it's like clever graphic design. Yeah, like that's the kind. Like this is like pre-computer graphic design. Mm-hmm. This is like graphic design for like, you know, in like the fifties and sixties when the like graphic design had like, it was like more closely linked to like, uh, big like marketing firms and stuff. Yeah. But like those like, the heyday of graphic design. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what they were doing. Like you, I don't know, like. The era of like um, the I Heart NY shirts, mm-hmm. like just that really simple, like graphic design can just be really simple. And like a logo like that, you shrink it down to like a fav icon size and it's so legible and like mm-hmm. clear and just works. You show that to someone with no text next to it, they can kind of get an well, idea. That's the thing, right? Like you could have been able to see, like know what that brand was just from seeing that tree for Exactly. Without the word, word mark paired with it. Yeah. Like, like now it's like, oh. Yeah. So it just like getting worked up. <laughs> it, like <laughs> It's just like the previous logo in my, no, not the previous one, the previous, previous one was pretty much perfect in my opinion. Like that's that's like a perfect logo. Mm-hmm. I agree. And so I'm sad that that's gone. I am also sad that it's gone. Like it was lovely. Like, yes, you. it's kind of like, I don't know. There's no diversity in the picture, which I guess is like not in, in the previous logo, which I guess it's like, you know, it's just like three very slender faces. But yeah, one had bangs. <laughs> one had bangs. And look, it's... It's not like they all of them are like white or anything, but because you know there's different shades in the trefoil. But mm-hmm. so like yes, it lacks diversity. It's saying that women look just like this or girls look just like this. But apart from that, <laughs> I'm reading. I'm getting way too deep. It was the perfect logo. <laughs> Let's chat about the new one then. Let's. So the outline of the trefoil, new trefoil is exactly the same as the previous. Um, yeah. It's just now fully filled in. So there's no more cutouts of the mm-hmm. girls' faces. We've just got one entire shape to be used throughout the brand Looks system. Looks kind of like a four-leaf clover. That's exactly what I think with a little bit of a point to yeah. like kind of, for example, a patch, yeah. like shieldy kind yeah, of shape yeah, down like the bottom. Yeah, like a shield, yeah. Um, 
Collins has said that the trefoil now it's simplified embodies its most potent iconic essence. While rooted in green, it can now selectively expand beyond green only applications. So the Girl Scouts and their mission can come to life in a multicolor and an, with a more with an expressiveness that reflects the vibrancy of the world around us. I feel like the color change is like the big thing because it was yeah. just green before. Yeah. So much more fun now. Yeah, the color palette really like embodies the warmth and the bright and the happiness mm. of seeing like little kids just smiling and like enjoying what they're doing. Yeah, absolutely. So the symbolic green is still obviously the primary color that is used throughout some collateral, but the brand has introduced a multicolored chart with the same symbol, which they believe is still able to be able to read as the Girl Scout symbols. Like, but I would see this. I mean, I know like we're not in the States, mm. so we're not heavily aware no. of the brand. Um, so it might be different for people over in the States. Yeah. But like if I was just to see the trefoil on a color like this, uh, like, I probably wouldn't be able to recognize it as Girl Scout. No, I definitely need the text next to it. Yeah. I Yeah, I just don't see how that works. No, neither. But with the word mark, um, like so the, with, they've kept the same typography used for the yeah. word mark. It is lovely. I love the type used mm. on the word mark. It is delightful. Um, and when it is partnered with the trefoil, like it looks great. Like I do, I, I like it. Yeah. I don't mind it at all. So the word mark is a bold sans serif type that just it really stands the test of time. Like obviously mm. they've done a refresh and they didn't see the need to change the type. Yeah. And there was a good reason for it. It's because mm-hmm. it's lovely. It is lovely. And they integrate really well together. And I like the like positioning. It's like kind of like it's not just like icon here, text here. Yeah. It's like off to a diagonal, which is quite yeah. nice. Oh, I agree. So beyond just the logo identity, um, the Girl Scouts really needed a whole brand system that addressed the reality of having dozens of energetic councils designing communications for the same brand. So this could be chaotic. Absolutely. Can you imagine all of the people going rogue and being like, this should be in papyrus? (laughs) (laughs) Rainbow text. (laughs) Uh, So the councils really needed tools that would provide coherence across the country and offer flexibility to support their different communities. So I really like this little... um, Little little touch from Collins. So Collins' inspiration was driven by the rich and visual visual visuality visual visuality. Yeah, same thing. It's kind of like sexuality, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Visuality. <laughs> Should have gone in the same 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 <laughs> sentence. Anyway, <laughs> and history of Girl Scout patches and badges. So these are artifacts of achievement that the girls uh, were really proudly and to tell their own story of their growth and their goals and their accomplishments through. The troop. Um, so they translated these um, shapes and objects into bold geometric forms that can be used as building blocks for design and interactivity. Uh, the shapes can be used in many ways, either to arrange them into a pattern or just using one or two in big shapes in a bright and happy with the bright and happy color palette. This looks so good. I it, love this part. It does. This is where I feel like I really started to be like, oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, I see it. <laughs> <laughs> so the colour palette is exactly that. It is bright. It is happy. It is a mix of yellows, red, blues, pinks, uh, greens, purples, and like just different shades of those colours. Yeah. So there's like a brighter one and a duller one, and they're sometimes pair partnered yeah. together on Which the same colour palette. I feel like that that's like the thing that makes that colour palette. If it was just primary colours, <laughs> But, it's not for me. <laughs> but because they've got like the 
the different colors like sitting on top of each other it suddenly just elevates it it's such a nice brand absolutely i agree the only thing that i did nitpick was that in all the collateral pieces that i did see the color backgrounds really like they went full width for all the print collateral so like if like this is a little thing to nitpick but Mm -hmm. like printing would be expensive. Yeah. There's a lot of colours used there. And I pr- would say they'd probably prefer Pantone colours be used rather yeah. than CMYK. Yeah. So it gets expensive. And then also if – oh, sorry, that was my chair. <laughs> 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 and then like sometimes when I think of councils like – or like just even commu- like little community groups, they yeah. wouldn't al- always have the funds to be able to go to a printer to get yeah. things printed. They're printing so in-house. They're printing in-house. And a lot of the time when that does happen, you get a white border around those finishes and also yeah. the colours are not as vibrant, the yeah. quality isn't there. So, like, that's the only kind of nitpick I have with the yeah. colour systems. But but to be fair, regardless of what they did for the design, that would be the case. Yeah, that's true. So it's true. still an improvement. Like oh, before, it, you can either have like white borders around your ugly design or white borders around your really nice design. If you're going to have it, go for the new design. Yeah, that's, that is true. So the new system grants a common language to all communications and it is flexible enough to support any application, whether we presented on a template or be presented on a PowerPoint template or a vibrant campaign. So I was scrolling through all their little things i love how they've applied this so Mm, so nice we'll have to put up some um pictures of it but like they've used it in their workbooks the their posters their uniforms so cute can i buy some for (laughs) millie i love it it looked like that's where it really does work as like a filled in symbol Mm -hmm. rather than the old yeah faces cut out of the symbol the symbol filled in looks lovely as like a little that little bandana element on their yeah, on oh. their uniforms yeah no i'm 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 really into it so i'm into so it. sold yeah there's i also saw like a couple of applications where it's like they had like um some women create posters i think it was like alumni they got yep. them to create posters and like people had taken that trefoil shape and like filled it with something else like filled it with text or whatever okay so I'm like, okay Okay, I'm sold. I can see it now. Like you can use it as a more of like, uh, what's the word? Uh, oh, what's the word I'm going for here? You are looking at versatile. The wrong I was going to say you're looking at the wrong person to give you. <laughs> it's a more versatile graphic yeah. element than yeah. the previous. I'm really into it. Yeah. So they've also refreshed the tone of voice that is being used throughout Girl Scouts, and it recognizes really recognizes what. The women, like the girls can do and it empowers them and it really is pushing them to achieve their goals. So I found a a, um, a little, I don't know, phrase that they use. That's it, a phrase. <laughs> and it's just like it's got all their colour palette. Oh, yeah. they've also got a new type phones, but I'll get mm. to that. <laughs> um, girls with the nerve to change the world, grow up and do it. Uh, yeah very simple very good yeah very effective so very powerful little little like a call to action call to action yeah yeah thank you like a little tagline yeah so and there is multiple of these and they're just very effective and i feel like they would really hit the strings with some some little gals absolutely um so to the typeface that i said that they did refresh yeah it is lovely. It is a uh, custom typeface that was commissioned. So if you're aware of some kind of typeface, if you think rock a letter with copper light 
had a little bit of Cheltenham and they had a threesome. I reckon that's probably Cheltenham. Yep, that one. Mm. And they had a little threesome. They've Mm. created this beautiful little baby. That would be a (laughs) marvel of science for them to make a baby out of a threesome. <laughs> who's who's carrying it? I don't know. <laughs> Any, I would say Ricoletta is carrying it anyway. Mm-hmm. But it's a soft end, but it's a very confident type family that contrasts mm-hmm. really nicely with the bold sans serif wordmark of the logo. That's lovely. I feel like the the kind of the mock up of that phrase, the tagline. Mm-hmm. Does it look to you like magnets? I feel like it looks like magnets on a fridge. It does. It does. And if I we like a oh, there was one. That there was a picture that I was looking at, and it was like it looked like a sticker sheet, mm-hmm. but it had all different sh- like shapes, all yeah, different nice. elements, and it had words like that. Yeah. And whether that was stickers or like it could be magnets, but like yeah, I nice. love that. I'm into put it. that on your fridge. But like it just it makes it seem like it's like because that would be something that like a parent would have in their house if they've got kids, and it's like yeah. the kid has almost come along and put that phrase together, yeah. which. Just oh, warm, warm fuzzies. fuzzies. <laughs> <laughs> <Stop> it. <laughs> um, overall, like the brand system, it is it is great. Like it's I, lovely. I can't fault it really. Not at all. Like it just looks so freaking good. It's it's so well thought out. The way that Collins have put together the outputs to really sell councils and um, troops on how it can work and what they can do with the brand. Yeah, and like how it can be delivered is just. It is lovely. I love it. So, yeah, it absolutely identifies the need for fun, energetic, and it really matches the endless vibrancy of every individual that is involved within the troops. Definitely. It also, like, the the colour palette, like, especially, like, the the mo- the mm. bit of clutter where it's, like, a, a notice board covered yep. in, like, all different things. It looks like the, the colours and the different shapes. It looks very, like, it looks like how a brand would have looked when we were kids. Mm-hmm. Like it's got like a Y2K influence, I think. Yeah. Which it, just makes me feel like very nostalgic for that. It kind of reminds me of Sisterhood of Travelling Pants. Okay. I've never read it or seen it or anything. I don't know. I could be um <laughs> Just like the bright colours. But yeah, and- like I just feel like this would appeal to young girls who mm-hmm. want to be – uh, in I was gonna say girl guides, girl scouts, but also like our age group are now becoming mums mm-hmm. or like would already have little kids, and so I feel like kind of tapping into their nostalgia through this like Y2K aesthetic is also good because then they're gonna want their kids to do it because it's gonna appeal to them as well. Absolutely, and I guess every every girl mum wants their girl to be able to be confident yeah. and be able to hold her own and like not be scared of who she is yeah so like absolutely i really feel you there eh i'm really into it good job uh collins i'm so into it absolutely i can't fault it i no. i love it i love it as well well that pretty much wraps up our episode today what did you guys think well when you have a look at our post have a look mm. at the girl guides little refresh and let us know um we would be really interested to hear your thoughts, especially if you're in America. Like, would yeah. you be able to recognise that symbol yeah. without the word mark with it? And without the little faces in it? Yeah. Let us know. Uh, follow us on Insta and TikTok at the WCN pod and stay tuned for whatever comes next. Bye. Bye.